Another manager gone, another relegation. The problems run deep. Middlesbrough's Premier League exile is over. Newcastle United, who will be clutching the Championship trophy. Middlesbrough retake their place among the country's elite. Survival specialists have done it again. No more sleepless nights in Sunderland. They have survived in the Premier League with a game to spare. And in doing so, they have sent down their bitter rival, Sam Allardyce's former club, Newcastle. Sunderland are relegated to League One. Hello and welcome to this episode of Word on Wearside. I'm Tom, I'm a Sunderland supporter. Hello, I'm Joshua and I'm also a Sunderland supporter. And I'm Josh, I'm a Newcastle supporter. The North East is a region in the far reaches of the country, a region with few neighbours. Yet everyone across the North East share similar traits, people that come from a working class background and share a passion for their area. They're often touted as the most passionate region in the country, irrelevant of whether you support Newcastle, Sunderland, Middlesbrough or even CM Red Star. The fans all share similarities. Yet if their teams clashed, it would and does spark fierce rivalry, debate and anger. Today we ask whether Newcastle, Sunderland and Borough are more similar than they care to admit and touch upon what really sparks northeast passion in football. This is Word on Wearside. Sunderland and Newcastle fans have loads of similarities. They're two of the most passionate and loyal fan bases in the world, let alone England. That was the voice of Tom White. He's a Sky Sports presenter and a Sunderland fan. I spoke to him regarding the current state of affairs in North East football. It's common knowledge that all three clubs share a level of dislike for one another. Other clubs can't believe or understand why Sunderland and Newcastle as football clubs means so much to the fans and the cities. Middlesbrough fans are also passionate and loyal, but they're on a level below Sunderland and Newcastle, which is uh, no disgrace in in um, in any way, given that I've just said Sunderland and Newcastle are two of the best in the whole world. Sunderland and Newcastle, they spur each other on as clubs and as fans. It's a massive derby, a massive rivalry. Middlesbrough, through no fault of their own, sadly, they don't have that. Now, Joshua... Are they more similar at the roots than they care to admit? Definitely. I think the way you have to look at it is what they're built on, you know, that working class background that each team represents. How hard everybody works on the field and how hard people work to go watch the people on the field, you know. People spend the hard earned money to go watch the favourite football team and escape life for 90 minutes. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Joshua. Um... Uh, well, especially for Newcastle and Sunderland, you know, the roots, the working class background, the above cities having, you know, mining uh, histories as well. I think that's probably why North East fans are as passionate as they are, because, I mean, going back to decades and decades ago where people had to go out and really, really graft for the money and go and spend that on the football. Yeah. And, and then for the North East clubs, historically, really to not have too much success. The most important part for me has always been to see my team put 100% effort in, no matter whether they're outmatched in quality on the field or up against everything and all odds. If we saw 100% in passion from the players, then we were happy because that reflects what we put into them. Yeah, the, the club represents the the ideals and club values, you know, the, how the whole society feels. 
you know, if Sunderland lose and Sunderland will be down for a couple of days, the whole area. I'm sure that's the same with Newcastle. Yeah. I don't know what's like at Berwick I don't think Berwick's really that bothered, but that's another situation. Yeah, well, I mean, for Newcastle, I mean, you just have to look at us in the Ashley era, like, and compared to it now in in the takeover, the since the takeover, the, this whole city's mood has lifted. Yeah, it's just... It's just a completely different place now than it was, you know, three years ago. And I think going back to, you know, the club values and, and the roots, like, you can see they're so similar. What you were saying about Sunderland and, like, the, the saying that got thrown around with us is we don't demand a team that wins, we just demand a team that tries. And yeah. I think for both sets of fans, like, just being able to see the team give 100% on the pitch, win or lose, you know, you, you can be proud of them at the end of the day. I mean, the time we had Derby, I think there's been 155 fixtures. Sunderland have won 53, exactly the same as Newcastle, and there's been 49 draws. The two teams historically have been quite evenly matched, with both the teams usually fighting towards the bottom of the table. But now, when Sunderland get promoted, if that hopefully happens soon, the teams will probably be further apart than they've ever been because of Newcastle's takeover. So my question now would be, would the feeling of a Derby sort of be lessened because the odds will be so stacked against Sunderland I'd have to disagree with that um, I think you've just got to look at you know even the under 23 fixtures when the, you know both sets of under 23 players uh, playing each other like they still draw a decent amount of crowds I know the one last season uh, was played at St James's and uh, when your keeper scored in the last minute and again a few years back when our under 21s played against your first team um, in Sunderland like I think we took like two thousand away fans yeah. for an under twenty ones game, which was which was mental. So I think you can even see there the passion is still there. The fans are like dying out for another derby because it's been so long, like eight, nearly eight years since the last one. Um, I definitely, I definitely think the passion will still be as better as as the last one. I don't really think it makes it, it makes a difference where both clubs are placed. I think it's just the experience and the occasion of having that derby. It's great for the Premier League, it's great for the area, it's great yeah. for everybody. You know, there's no negatives. You know, you'll have the occasional horse that'll disagree with you. But other than that, you know, it's just... You've got that great feel on a derby day. I mean, there's nothing like it. So it doesn't really matter if we win or lose or... I mean, obviously, I'd rather we won, but... It's not be all and end all. I think that's when you come down to sort of the difference between Sunderland and Newcastle and then Middlesbrough, is that had you have you had three of the clubs in the Premier League... And you've got a weekend up and coming where Sunderland are playing Newcastle. I think not only does the North East sort of stop and watch, I think a lot of the country stops and watches. I don't think that's anywhere near the same if Newcastle were to play better or Sunderland were to play better. I think they rely, better that is, rely on Sunderland and Newcastle more than we rely on, on them. Uh, I think in terms of, you know, for the derby in the Premier League, I think it would be huge. Like I said, it's been nearly eight years since the last one, and that's nearly a whole generation of fans that have not seen uh, a Tyne and Weir derby. I won't understand. Th- there'll be a whole generation of fans that don't even realise Newcastle and Sunderland have a rivalry, is a derby. So I think when that does come around, it it will be big for the Premier League, and it and it'll be big for the North East in general. Because when that derby day does come around, obviously it'll be shown on on Sky or BT. It'll uh, it'll, draw, it'll draw eyes. You know, a big amount of crowds to uh, to the northeast for that uh, for that fixture. I mean, if you go back to to the Burr argument, you know, what Burr haven't really had that same impact on the Premier League as what Sunderland and Newcastle are. You know, yeah. for a certain time they they were institutions in the Premier League having Sunderland and Newcastle. You know, I think before obviously Burr relegated, 
I think they they maybe played three or four seasons in the Premier League. They weren't massive compared to you know Sunderland's been in for over a decade. Newcastle, the Keegan era, you know they should have probably won a league in that point. But Burrows never really had that kind of success in the Premier League is what Sunderland and Newcastle have. Yeah. I mean, as a Sunderland fan, I look back at Derby days, particularly the more recent ones, the last nine games, and I have quite fond memories. Several 3 nils, yeah, a couple of 1-0s. Joshua, as a Sunderland fan, what, what is your pinpoint, if you could pick one of those moments to sort of bottle up? I think for just moment, I think you have to go back to 2015, you know, that 1-0 win at Stadium of Life. Into four. The only pick, I think he'd only signed for us in that January just before and that strike is just unbelievable and probably one of the best moments not only in time where you're, or where you're tying Derby histories but potentially Premier League history as well Josh for you on the other side of the fence your sort of best memory of playing Sunderland well you'd probably just have to look back at the um, the 1-1 one, one draw the 1-1 one, one win <laughs> it was Newcastle. it was a win I mean it did send us down eventually but that's I mean, why we got relegated the next season we lost your 6 points yeah I mean you had won the last 6 games like before that so I think anything at that point like we would have took a win or a draw a nil nil anything it would have been it would have been like a win for us back then that's probably the, the best Derby Day memory I have <laughs> I know Tom White said he he described the feeling of, of sick on a Derby Day morning. I feel sick. I absolutely hate it. But that's a sign of how much it matters. We, both Sunderland fans and Newcastle fans, we care. And that's a good thing. Sometimes a rivalry goes too far, which I do not like. Five times John Carver comes out before the game. He says, we're going to show effort and enthusiasm. What the f*** was that? What the f*** was that? That was a bunch of suckless, overpaid c- who never even get up for the one game of f***ing year that will give a shit about. I don't like some of the chants that both sets of fans are guilty of at each other. Uh, I don't like that at all, but in general, it is the best derby in the country. And I've always said that Sunderland versus Newcastle, Newcastle versus Sunderland, is a derby to be proud of. Joshua, for you, getting ready to go to the stadium of light, how did you feel before playing Newcastle? You know, there was always some nerves, but I think that the general expectation, especially when you were going to the stadium light, is to make it a hostile atmosphere for Newcastle fans to arrive in. And then just make sure you back the lads for the whole 90 minutes. Because, yes, it's a derby, but at the end of the day, it's three points three points, and you need to get that win. I mean, Josh, probably a bit different for you, given your experiences, but should the two teams meet in the next sort of 12 months, how do you think you would feel before the game? I'd be nervous. I, I think I'd be. I think I'd be a lot more nervous, and I think Newcastle fans would be a lot more nervous than Sunderland fans would be, yeah. given the state of the two clubs. I think there's more expectation. Yeah, there's more expectation for us to win. We'd obviously be, be massive favourites, and I think that that would not help the club and the players. Um, I think Sunderland. I think both both players and both sets of fans would be right up for it, whatever stadium it would be at. If it'd be at St James's or the Stadium of Light, I think both sets of fans and players would be up for it. But yeah, we'd be clear favourites. But I think that would be. I think when you're a favourite in in a game like that, I think it definitely adds a lot more pressure and it takes the pressure off yeah. the opposing team. But I would still ex- expect us to win. And when do you think the next derby will be? Obviously, that's likely to be from Sunderland getting promoted. Joshua, I'll come to you first because you're a Sunderland fan. Think that'll be soon. This season, we want to just get back into the playoffs, get some experience into this young team, 
I mean, last year, the experience of playing Luton and being in that, you know, especially from being in the playoffs the year before in League One, I think it was invaluable to the club. And I, I don't think... It'll, I hope we do it again this year and I hope we go probably next year, but I don't say anything other than that if I'm being realistic. Yeah, I think for me, it's at the minute, we don't look consistent enough to, to maybe do it. And yeah, there's a lot of injuries at the moment, you know, and I'm still not sure Tony Mowbray knows his best team. Yeah. Especially with some of the young players that's come yeah. through. I mean, Adil's made a really good impact, and I think he probably could get into a starting position in the coming weeks. Josh, I know you're looking at it from a different side, but how do you see Sunderland's path going? You reckon they'll get in the Premier League soon? Uh, uh, personally, I think I think as well. I mean, to get in your first season back in the Championship last season, to get playoffs in the situation you were in without a striker for most of the season, I think was a, was probably a great achievement for you. And yeah, this season you've got a very young squad. A lot of young players that'll need time to integrate as well. No, I do, I do, I do hope Sunderland do get promoted in the next couple of years. I think that sort of concludes it well, especially when you think when it first happens and Newcastle get promoted first and Sunderland start taking the out of that, and, and rightly so. And then it happens to Sunderland and Newcastle fans do exactly the same. But I think it's been so long now where you've got Newcastle fans in in a way wanting Sunderland back in the Premier League because it does benefit the two clubs that the fans enjoy the season more there's something to look forward to and I think there is definitely more similarities there than, than maybe it looks on the outside If you enjoyed this episode feel free to check out the others in the Word on Wearside series don't forget to leave a review and have a great day thanks for tuning in